hey, this is a future of what single. If you want to get the whole thing, visit our website at killrockstars.com slash the future of what. We're talking to John Coombs of Secretly Group. John, welcome to the future of what? Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, I wanted to talk to you guys because, of course, you're doing this very exciting compilation release called Our First 100 Days, and it's going to coincide with the inauguration (laughs) on the 20th of January. Yep. (laughs) So tell us all, tell all the listeners what Our First 100 Days is and how they can get it. Yeah. So Our First 100 Days is a compilation. We've partnered with Bandcamp on it, where in a subscription format for a minimum donation of 30 bucks, I will get you all 100 songs. We're doing one song per day for Trump's first 100 days in office. These songs are not necessarily explicitly political, but they're new or unreleased or rare, tough-to-find tracks from a big slew of artists. Yeah, the artists are sort of from a lot of different places, which I thought was really cool to see. I mean, Mountain Goats and secretly artists like Cherry Glazer. Yeah. But then you have artists from lots of other labels too. Were they all sort of related? Were they all secretly distro bands or are they from everywhere? No, no. I mean, they're they're from everywhere. They're just, you know, and this is, it's a really exciting project. We're thrilled to be a part of this, but it was one outside of the, the actual real work we're doing as far as like raising money for charity. For me personally, it's fun to get to hit up all these artists in, in the independent community that I've always loved and respected, but haven't necessarily had the pleasure of working with to get them involved on it. Yeah, no doubt. So tell us about the inspiration for this. You know, some of us listening are not going to be too shocked that there was an inspiration for (laughs) (laughs) for this, but just go ahead and and, uh, detail it for those other people. Yeah, so I obviously was hoping the election was going to turn out differently. And then the following day, I was walking to lunch and felt this jolt of inspiration, I think as a lot of people in the music community did, to try and figure out a way to help. And I was like, oh, we, we could do you know one song per day for Trump's first 100 days. And I sat at lunch and I was really inspired by it. I was firing off emails to everyone at the office to quickly, maybe like 15, 20 minutes, be like, wait a second, I'm pretty sure Jordan and Dave did this with their <laughs> 30 days, 30 songs. This isn't my idea. And I, I called them up and was talking with Jordan. I was like, hey, this is what we're thinking about doing. Would you guys be interested? and they were quick to say yeah so we've partnered with them on it with the 30 days 30 songs with Jordan Curlin from Zeitgeist Management and Dave Eggers the author and the two big points of differentiation for our campaign is one like I mentioned earlier these songs are not necessarily explicitly political leaning one way or the other two there's a really heavy charitable component so back to this idea that you know for a $30 minimum donation it'll get you all 100 songs that money is going to a few different charities benefiting the climate, reproductive rights, immigration, LGBTQ community, impoverished communities in Southern Indiana, and then RPM, which is a great partner in music for, for the music industry, who essentially acts as a middle person between the industry and charities. Yeah, we've spoken to people who've worked with them before, and they're really cool what they do. And I like it in particular because the groups that you guys are sponsoring with this, that you're supporting, are kind of out of left field a little bit. They're not... Yeah. You know, it's not specifically like Planned Parenthood. And I think that's really cool because everybody kind of immediately thought, or at least many of my friends immediately thought, like, who can we give to? Totally. 
who's the right place for us to be putting dollars if we want to register a protest at this time. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of us are sort of like, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah. So this is great right. that you guys have pulled together these organizations. So now people at least find out about them and can, and can contribute to these directly. That was a large part of the reason we, we decided to go with the RPM Jess there, who, who's incredible, um, just has, has an incredible lay of the land of different charities. I mean, if you notice, these charities cover a lot of the same ground that Planned Parenthood does. All, all Above All, for example, covers reproductive rights. So NRDC, the People's Climate Movement, who, who we're working with. So there are a lot of these charities that we're reading about and have been reading about since the day after the election. But a lot of those bigger ones get the majority of the spotlight when, when people are wanting to help out. And so we're just trying to help out some smaller ones who need, who need just as much help as the bigger ones. Yeah, just sort of philosophically, I mean, I think all of us in the music business sort of always have believed that music can change the world. Yeah. But these days seem kind of dark. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just wonder where are you at with that right now? in terms of your personal feelings? Yeah, I, I, I'm back and forth quite a bit. There's some days where I feel like I can't dare look at a screen because chances are I'm going to get infuriated by something that the president-elect has said or that friends or, or family are thinking. And there are other days where I'm in, incredibly hopeful. It's it's a 50-50 balance, I'd say. But you know, with this project, I'm hoping a, a big goal for us in this was to not further any divide to not widen any sort of gap between left and right or red and blue. And I'm hoping that this will help achieve that. You know, I'm, I'm hoping that it can serve as some sort of bridge, however small, that we can do that through this project. Yeah, no, I think that's great. And I, I totally agree with you. I, I live in a very red area of a blue state. Mm-hmm. And I have some really close friends who are very conservative and all voted for Trump and are all really happy right now right. that he's going into office. And so it's been really educational for me coming from New York City to have this experience and mm-hmm. know these people and care about these people. And I think that's really where this is going to come down to the wires is, you know, people understanding that we're actually all in this together yeah, and not allowing us to be divided on basis on the basis of political party. I mean... Yeah. So this could be our chance to to bring ourselves, bring each other together. And I think music is such a wonderful way to do that because it's totally true. It's not on any kind of party lines. You know, people love the same bands regardless of who they voted for. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, what you guys are doing is really cool and we are excited about it. Yeah, the reaction has been incredible so far. In just the first few days, we're, we're, we're inching towards 20 grand raised already. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, I'm really thrilled with that, you know. And our our average donation is is above the thirty dollars. I believe it's around thirty four bucks. So people are actually spending a little more than we're asking them to, which is always always a pleasant surprise, especially coming from a music background. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, we're really thrilled. How are you guys dividing it? Are you going to divide it amongst the six or seven charities yeah. just equally? E- evenly, yeah, exactly. Cool. Yep, that's awesome. And how long is it? Are you going to wait until the hundred days are over and then? pay out the money? Is that how that works? Yeah, well, that's, that's uh, interesting you ask. You know, I think uh, we're, we're toying with the idea of maybe, I think a lot of these charities could use, could use the money up front, especially on the front end, before any real damage can get done. And so we're, we're talking about just essentially cutting a check our side, taking a look at, what, at where things are going and then getting them some money sooner than later because it would probably be a little more useful on the front end of these first 100 days than on the back end. So yeah, we're... we're It'll be one or the other. We're trying to figure that out this week. That's fantastic. And, you know, that's the best we can do, right, is is try to help people when they need it. Yeah. You know, in on their own terms. Yeah. Great. Well, 
I'm proud of you guys. Well done. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I mean, so it's, it's awesome to see, you know, the independent community come together for this. I think it was the, the one tiny silver lining the day after the election was just seeing how quickly our corner of music started to mobilize or tons and tons and tons of ideas being thrown around tons of meetings happening and i think we're, we're starting to see a lot of these projects come to fruition like our first hundred days he shows that music hall of williamsburg and, and rough trade the bowery presents crew along with uh, for william artist management are putting on to benefit the aclu and planned parenthood and i'm hoping i'm hoping that that will continue that's fantastic do you have any thoughts about potential repeal of the ACA? Just because, I mean, I'm not sure what your experience has been, but in general, the artist community tends to be disproportionately underinsured. Right. And and I, so I know that there's a chance that this could really hit our community quite hard. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's terrifying. I don't rely on, on that, but I know a lot of, I mean, some of my family, my brother does. Mm-hmm. Who he works for a company. He's not in music. He's in a different field altogether, but his company does not provide it. It's really terrifying. And then I know half of the people, more than half of the people I work with, considering the more than half the people I work with are artists or rely on that daily. It's really scary. Yeah. And it's going to affect those of us who, you know, because I'm an employer, so I give healthcare benefits, but right. the health insurer that we have been using has already announced that they're leaving the market. So it could really, I mean, that's going to be April, right? So we're just like, uh, and we're literally just, you know, giant question mark because we don't know who's going to be in the market. We don't know what right. the the state of the market's going to be. Our price is going to increase 300%. Like, we don't know. I find the idea of giving the health insurance companies the benefit of the doubt hilarious. Yeah. Preposterous. Like, <laughs> I agree. oh, give them their own, yeah, give them their head. They'll totally take care of us. Like, what? Right. right. <laughs> of course. No, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, so it'll be a really interesting. This is all going to be very interesting the next hundred and four days or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, John Coombs, thank you very much for being with us today on The Future of What. Appreciate it. Did you like what you heard? Then subscribe to The Future of What on iTunes. And thanks for listening.
That was Capricornations by Mika Miko. 